going to be talking about Borat's subsequent movie film or whatever that long-winded title it has is called that was on Amazon Prime almost out of nowhere well it shouldn't even have been there should it really but anyways don't get me started it's because I thought that would be kind of funny to do something about that as you know Sophie's <laughs> much such big love for the first film so I thought well, maybe this will be a funny little experience to see if she thinks the second one's any better. But, unfortunately, there didn't seem to be... I didn't, certainly didn't think there was much in terms of content, really, to talk about in the end after. <laughs> no, it was quite funny because it wasn't that bad as a film. It didn't make me feel as, like, the comedy was not so out there that it was really uncomfortable. So there was some cringy kind of like, oh my god, like that one scene with the when she was like becoming fertile, I was like, oh, I can't even mm-hmm. cope with this. Yeah. This is just. But it wasn't as bad as I thought. I was really, really going in thinking this is going to be rubbish, but I didn't come away thinking anything of it really. As did I, which is not a particularly good thing because I thought it'd be something that would really be making me laugh. I don't think I really like laughed really hard at all. <laughs> no, I don't think he did, did. But I don't know if it's... a little bit through a couple of things, but it was kind of like, I don't know if that's because it's a, you know, that was at the cinema with everybody else laughing, maybe that I would find that more funny. Possibly, than... because you sat with me with a stone-cold face. <laughs> maybe I kind of but rubbed it off like yeah. you didn't think it was as funny. I don't know. Cause I... But I was just there, no, like, no, this is nothing, also, nothing really. the fact that they kind of played on the coronavirus... I don't really really think I appreciated that. I don't I think that's maybe give it a year and then that might be funny once we've come out of it. I think it's not funny to kind of be playing kinda Yeah. If if you get me, it's like, well, when we're still in it, we're still, people are still kinda suffering from it, so I feel like it's, a, it's a... a touchy subject. I don't think it's Yeah, it shouldn't really be poking too much fun at it. I know that's what his his comedy's more about really. I just think it's a bit too raw for it to be poked at at the moment. I think it could, it should have waited and then that might have been a bit funnier for me personally. I feel like he wasn't really a knockout character. I think his daughter was the... She was definitely more the star of the show. But I'd never watch it again. I'd no. not tell anyone to waste their time. It was okay because I'd had a hard day at work and it was like one of those things that it's not really hard to keep up with. You don't have to be mentally... Other than maybe reading subtitles, there seems a lot more of that in this one, weirdly. Yeah, but, but we're used to that anyways, and normally the subtitles we read are... Yeah, they're Japanese animation or whatever and all that. But oh, they might be a bit more in-depth, you know, like the... Um... Like Parasite. Yeah, so it's like just a couple of little bit of text and it's all basic kind of English. It's not, you know, yeah. 
over the top or anything like that. It's just bland. Yeah, it's sad to say that that is really the case, and that it doesn't come across that particularly strong in what it's trying to get across. It's kind of like what parts are meant to be really funny, that like laugh out loud funny like the original one was. I know that's what you have with sequels and this is a bit long in the tooth for for this coming out, I suppose. Like mm. 13, 14 years maybe. So. I just think it's taken a long time to come out and they've rushed it and done a bodge job. And to be honest, it's more, for me, if you'd ask me which one I prefer, it's not as kind of like cringe and such. So I actually think this one's actually, it's just okay, whereas I hated the other one. And I think, but at least I had a, a passionate kind of hate towards it, whereas yeah. like I literally, nothingness, this is something that will be, somebody will watch it and they put it on in the past and then it's like, yeah. it won't be iconic, it won't yeah, stay it's, around, it's, it's certainly not, no. just going to fade away. Yeah, so with that, what score would you give this? Considering the other one was like two, I think you gave it. I think I like. I didn't mind the main lady character; she was okay. Yeah. I think probably two point five is like the highest I could give it. So I gave it a bit more just because I don't hate yeah. it. I'm gonna go three because I gave more on the viewing we did a while back. That was a five. I feel like I'm ruining these movies for you. Like something that you quite like is comedy, and I not that I haven't. Yeah. I have got a funny bone. I am quite a funny person, but I don't like put on humour. I just I can't gel with it. Like if something's genuinely funny, then that's fine. But like someone trying to make me laugh, it's like ugh, yeah. Just but this this one it. didn't really tickle my funny bone at any point. Yeah. Really, just a little smoke like oh, that's that's I'm using costume or. Whatever, nothing like rip roaring. Like when he was hitting the wall trying to kill coronavirus, I'm thinking, are you stupid? It was more like that, that was going through my head. I'm just thinking, these people are just thick. Mm-hmm. It's like they're actually just stupid. I know it's put on, but yeah, I know what you mean. Ooh. So the reason for three is really kind of just like, it was right for the narrative structure of, you know, having the daughter and the sort of the development there. Mm-hmm. But I know that's how the story's got to play out and everything, but she did a good job, really. She's better than Barat. So, on that note, we're not going to leave you hanging and thinking, well, is that it? Is that the end of the podcast? They've just done a review in, like, five minutes or something like that. Mm-hmm. No, we did a little poll on an Instagram story of whether people wanted us to do a review of Doctor Sleep to follow up on from doing The Shining. Mm. So I would like to thank everybody who voted yes to that. Yeah, thank you for everybody who did vote it. Um, it actually, we ended up obviously watching it, um, <laughs> <laughs> which kind of ties in nicely to our end of our Halloween month. Kind of being a shining kind of week, I would say, for us anyway. We've got to the point of where this is Paul's favourite movie is The Shining. Yep, that's correct. You've got, <laughs> got your T-shirt and your cup now. <laughs> Yeah. Um, got the scripts that you got me last year for Christmas. Yeah, so it was like, well, this is the way that we have to kind of tie the bow. I feel. Yeah, I think, and especially because, as I said last time on the episode, that you didn't come to see it with me at the cinema the first time because, like mm-hmm. I say, you, you one you might potentially be scared. I didn't know where it was going to be going in terms of the yes, story. Yes, because you hadn't seen it myself. And two, again, because of that, I didn't know how much was going to be involved with. 
the shining itself, you might be a bit confused and be like, I don't understand what's going on. However, to be fair to me, I did say I would go because I didn't want him to be on his own going to the cinema because I just think that's weird. But Paul kind of doesn't mind doing stuff on his own. He's very independent. Mm -hmm. But if that were me, I'd be like, well, I'm not going because I'm going to go on my own. People do that, though, so... Yeah, just I'm not one of those people. No. Um, <laughs> I always, I've noticed I always like somebody being by my side. So we had his pumpkins and everything still lit, and we'd got into that atmosphere of ready to watch Doctor Sleep. So it's kind of starts off where Danny is like young. However, they're trying to kind of replay certain scenes, which like clearly Danny doesn't look like that, and Wendy doesn't look like that because Wendy needed to be a hell of a lot dippier. To pull off the Wendy character from The Shining. Yeah, definitely. But to be fair, there was certain parts where she did a good job with the, the vocal performance of her delivering the lines. Like when she was like looking for Danny on near the beach and you're like, that, that worried, Danny, Danny, where, what are you doing? That like, kind of thing. And it's... She actually sounded quite yeah. a lot similar, didn't she? Yeah, that's yeah, what I mean. Definitely. Yeah. I think she did portray quite well in that sense. And obviously it was enjoyable to see... The aftermath of the Overlook Hotel experience. Yeah, I think it was one of those where it kind of answered a little bit more for me. Yeah, like, what what happened after? <laughs> yeah, you know, like I always want to know what happens after. Also, it kind of delved into a bit more history of Jack. So you kind of understood that Danny did actually, even though his dad died, and obviously his dad had got this kind of mental illness sort of thing and gone a little bit insane when he was at the hotel Danny didn't resent Jack which you just thought to be honest if I was like a six year old little boy mm-hmm. and my dad was coming at me at an a- with an axe I don't think I'd want to speak to my dad to be fair I would have put him very very back in my mind whereas mm-hmm. Danny seems to do quite well at talking about his father still his father's still quite present and he's kind of holding on to what his dad used to be like yeah so, like, there's a scene where, obviously, kind of at the earliest stage where he gets into this new town, mm-hmm. and he's on about, like, he's suffering with alcoholism, and he's kind of then, later on in the film, you see that, actually, so did his dad, which we were aware of, but I didn't know Danny was aware of that, you know, at such a young age, or if his mum told him, as he grew up, yeah. a little bit more about his dad. And actually, he, when he'd got sober... I actually said this is to my dad, we've made it. And it was like, wow, actually, I'm quite surprised that you've still got that strong connection towards your dad to say... All that happened yeah. back then, yeah. So that was quite surprising to me. I, d- I didn't know if it had gone the other way and had been a bit more rebellious and such. Yeah, I think you kind of get the sense of that. Maybe with the whole alcoholism thing, you know, struggling with that because he's obviously had a messed up childhood, and mm. which is kind of understandable, it can that he might have gone that way, but he's, you know, people can come out the other side smelling the roses if you put a bit of graft in. Yeah, and which, obviously, he gets some good people around him, doesn't he? Yeah. He gets some people to help him, and he comes out the other end, obviously, with a good job. He's got a flat, he's got friends, and he seems quite to be able to get rid of the monsters in his head. head. Yeah, but obviously, before, or at the very beginning, we're introduced to the sort of the main focus of this storyline with these, let's call them... Dementors. Could be Dementors, could be like steam vampires. <laughs> I like that one better than Dementors. With our main lead, 
lady, I guess, Rose the Hat, who seems to prey on people who have the shining. Yeah, I was wondering about this because, like, she's got some sort of shining herself. Yeah. Because obviously she's got some sort of special powers. And I know Danny did say there's people who, like, for example, have somewhat a shining, but they haven't delved into it as much. Like, let's say you knew, like, for some reason you want to go get me some flowers and actually I've had a really bad day and then flowers have cheered me up. You had that yeah, that, like he did explain that as a scenario or, you know, did well in maths test or whatever without doing any revision, that yeah. kind of thing. Having that little bit of a, the knowing kind yeah. of sense. Well, yeah. However, then some people have just got extreme shining. So I'm wondering what these kind of steam life soul sucking, they've got a little bit of a shine. They, they think they're all cool though, don't they? And they remind me a bit of like a twilighty kind of bad culty gang. Right, yeah. That's kind of what... Not less sparkly or camp, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I think uh, if people do watch Twilight, I used to love it and I re- read all the books, but there's a kind of the really, really dark vampires. Um, so not more likely, not the Cullings, this other one, like, like I think they're in Italy or something like that, and they're, they've got, like, they drink, so that the Cullings are, like, vegans or whatever you want, vegetarians, so they don't eat right. actual human blood and such uh-huh. whereas these ones in italy are like right. yeah horrible ones which they it's more them right you won't know what i'm meaning because he won't let me put him through another twilight film because we did do that didn't we and you hated it every second of the way yep. so flipping back on to um dr sleep you kind of get this kind of cult kind of culture it's somewhat of a sacrificing of the shinings so that they can live and have a longer yeah, life. So. Live long, eat well. Yeah, but if you eat, if you don't eat well, you can't live long. And to be fair, that's in any case. If you're not eating well, you're not going to be living for long unless you've got some water. Yeah. You might survive a little bit longer, but to be honest, that's the whole thing, isn't it? Yeah, this they take this to the extreme of like eating a soul of somebody. The shining is I don't know what the equivalent of like what two three years. I don't know. Mm. Or, however long I'm not entirely sure but obviously it's not it helps them obviously with their age and such but it's like to be fair would you really want to live forever like if no if like no not to see loved ones die and all that but exactly unless everybody could yeah. live forever with, with you, you. like all your loved ones yeah but then you have to get them on board wouldn't you yeah and it's like well well she hasn't though actually she? she's gone out of the way like you, she's created her own family basically with these other people, obviously she fancies one of them, doesn't she, or she's dating him or something. Yeah, yeah. So you've got that kind of concept of the story, so you've got another side of it. You've got Danny's story, and then you've got Abra. Yeah, that's right. Kadabra. Kazam. <laughs> As a teen, no, it's like, obviously that's the, the maybe the first thing that most people would think of that as a, you know, as a weird name, magic word, but mm. I can't, I even when I knew that, I knew what she was called from trailers or reviews or whatever, I was thinking this Abra, the Pokemon character. Is that the one that bends the spoons? No, that's the very first one that's got his eyes closed and sits. Oh, like sleeping. Yeah. But it's quite funny because I was thinking of the spoon Bending one, yeah. Kind of linking with the first scene that you get to see of Abra. Yeah. With the, like, I can do that with the spoons. Yeah. And obviously, this magician's got his spoon on his nose and then... The mum and dad go into the kitchen and like, oh, these spoons. So, all the spoons, silverware is up and 
ceiling yet. <laughs> Which I think if I had a little girl that were doing that, I'd be like, oh my god, she's freaky <laughs> as hell. <laughs> I'd be like, yep, yeah, okay, Paul, you've definitely got to deal with her. I don't know what to do with her. So, yeah, so she's actually quite cute, isn't she? And obviously, you get to see her growing up a little bit where she's kind of get a little bit of background on her being at school and kind of her listening, being able to listen and read people's minds. And yeah, she's quite a powerful shine that she's got going on. She's more powerful than Danny, I think. Yeah, which Rose the Hat quickly learns about from an instance where they kidnap a young baseball player who has seems to have a sense of the shining going on. That, I find that to be a quite traumatic scene as well, you know, when he's kind of like tied up and down, whatever, and then they're kind of like, he seems like genuinely terrified. Yeah, he does. While they're, you know, killing him. Somewhat eating him, though, yeah. really. If, do you get wrong? It felt like a little bit like cannibalism. Yeah. Except not physically in his limbs, it's kind of just like every, every cut was like a gasp of the shining gas. I do think those scenes were a little bit like, it was bloody and it was a bit creepy. So. But I still could cope with it. It wasn't like... The music didn't seem to have a strong connection in this one. Obviously influenced quite heavily with that, with like the, like the violin, sharp violin strings going on. It just didn't seem to have that creepy vibe, though. It didn't It didn't get it to where the shining... Literally, you put it on and I'm like, oh, God, I'm going to be scared. I feel like this was, you had a lot more development with the story, the characters. There wasn't as much until like literally half an hour. Back in where we got to the Overlook Hotel. Yeah. Which I think plays to its strength, really, because it's kind of its own story. It's not trying to be The Shining 2. It's, even though it sort of is, mm. the way that the story plays out is, is strong in its own. It is. It. I did feel like because it was quite a lengthy film, it did feel like it, not dragged, but I did wonder whereabouts, how long had we got left. It's always and a good sign, isn't it, when people ask. <laughs> but also I do it because I'm thinking, right, when's the scary part coming? I've been okay all this way, it's been not too bad, but there's going to be that end finale, and we're wondering how close we were to it. So I did kind of think the similar with The Shining. However, I do feel like this kind of, could have been condensed down a little bit, which is actually surprising. It gave me everything I needed, but it just felt a little bit long, whereas it was roughly the same time length as The Shining. But actually, The Shining didn't. And this one was this one wasn't even the director's cut I showed you either. So there is a longer cut of it because I thought I'd just be just go with the. T- I'm so glad it. because if it had been even longer, so we watched the extended version, didn't we, for The Shining? Yeah. That's actually more the standard for most people anyway. But that felt like a good amount of time. Oh, yeah, definitely. Whereas this did seem a little bit long. But still very good content, very good. I think the best bit was, though, the half an hour at the end when you do go to the hotel and you get that kind of Danny story coming back into play. Because Abra does kind of take a strong lead yeah. lady character so, yeah as, as to be expected because it's, it's more her story and you know coping with her powers and getting the better of rose and her which ganger, she does really which, well which i love that the fact I, that she's yeah. only little and she kicks ass and she's like at, with like a 30 year old adult or something yeah. i think that's amazing but, i'd love that yeah in, 
she could be like 300,000. But yeah, 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 I get what you're saying. So it's, and it is obviously that satisfaction of when, you know, the bad guys who are getting their comeuppance against. Quite quickly, yeah. Yeah, in a short amount of time. Losing men like drop of a hat. So (laughs) Um, Quite quickly as well, after all this time, you know, done. The only annoying bit, again, but I guess you've got to have some casualties, haven't you? Yeah. Is that particular part with that new recruit that they, they had, who the one, the young girl, and can do like the mind manipulation of, you know, when she speaks and tells them what to do. But it's when she's about to die and then she gets Danny's friend who's been taking him out to, you know, yeah. suss out these people and investigate and everything. And then they take the, all, the, all the gang members down. And then on her dying breath, she kind of says, like, kill yourself. And then, and then he goes does ahead. Something. It's like, oh, you know. A bit bittersweet, yeah, isn't it? But yeah. to be fair, they have just killed loads. You, you normally don't get away with everyone living, do you? Let's be honest. But yeah, I know. That's it was more I felt for Danny because, like, it was one of his best, best friends. friends. They'd taken him in and and actually listened uh, to him, yeah. understood him, and that kind of was yeah a bit of a bittersweet kind of scene. So then, back to the last part, which you know is kind of like not. Like being like, oh, remember this from the Chinese? Not in a bad way, because I think that's kind of like, like when it's when it's got the loud cinema speakers and on the big screen, it's like, ah, this is fantastic, <laughs> especially the biggest fan of, as I am of the Shining. But like you said before, the music, what it wasn't exactly the same, but obviously it's playing on the same. Yeah, it was just kind of deeper, wasn't it? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't obviously it was... inspired and everything, so you got the these flashbacks of. Certain things you like, there's the, the corridor that the two twins, twins were in, and here's the room that you know they were Jack and Danny and Wendy were staying in, and all that kind of stuff. And that woman in the bath at some point yeah. as well. Oh my goodness, that woman in the bath that was maybe a little played on a little bit too much because she, she was almost like one of the main things that kept happening. But I guess it's easy to do because it's like, well, everybody has a bathroom. Well, yeah, that was the thing. I actually got freaked out the other day when I had a bath. I don't know why, but it was like, she was there, and it was like, oh, go away. Like, I don't want to be thinking every time I'm having a bath or going into the bathroom that this woman's going to be... It's a good job we don't have a shower curtain. Yeah, yeah. we have a glass. Yeah, because I'm going to see her anyway. And also, the bath isn't angled the way that that their bathrooms are angled, so there's not a door and then a shower curtain that goes like that, is it? Yeah, so it's, so, it's, no, so you'd, you'd be seeing it more straight on straight on rather than side. So but she freaks me out, she really does, but she was like, how many times? Like, she... Maybe... Four at least. Three, three or four, yeah, maybe. Because she was with Danny and then she was like, came out, um, yeah, about four yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, oh my goodness, you know, I did actually think that there'd have been a bit more play on Jack. Which the kind of is, you know, a reincarnated form of he's saying that he was employed mm. the bartender so that kind of makes me think well then was that the Grady from a, you know when we see him as he is there and as Jack sees him in The Shining as Lloyd is that what Grady looked like mm. before that I don't know it's kind of like just putting him in living bodies and, yeah. and stuff like that it's kind of interesting because I did think well that seems a bit peculiar but it was nice that Danny could talk to Jack, even though Jack was obviously putting the drink yeah. 
on to Danny to try and get him to get a bit. Yeah, for like turn him, you know, playing with his mind. And yeah. Again, like come have a drink, you know, sober for how many years, trying to get him back onto that mm. track. But no, he doesn't. He doesn't. And I think he's done really well because it's like, to be fair, he was only like six and then he's had all these traumas with these other. Because obviously the hotel got kind of derelict, didn't it, in the end? Yeah. No one opened it up. But all these kind of spirits or ghosts kind of then kept haunting Danny throughout his younger yeah. years. And then he ended up learning to put them in boxes. And then it's like, so you've overcome it all, you've put them in boxes in your head, and now you're literally just opening up a can of worms, <laughs> pretty much, when you're yeah. stepping into, foot into this hotel and waking them all up again. And he's quite brave to put his self on the line to do that for Abra. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of get that sense of, he's like, how Dick was with Danny. It's like, oh, I've got a responsibility now to look after you. Yeah. And he ended up dying because of Danny. Mm-hmm. And you kind of get that happening again. Yeah. I mean, that's brutal in a sense because he sacrificed himself by setting the place on the Overlook Hotel on fire with him in it. I guess maybe to I guess pure, true, truly purify everything after Rose the Hat's demise with all the spirits at the hotel because he gets a bit greedy with trying to get Danny's steam. Yeah. And then all this, the ghosts of the hotel, the, you know, the Grady girls. Delbert Grady and the other other ones. Bath Woman again. Oh, come on. And then just some other randomness. Mm, that don't really... Yeah. 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 But she gets her comeuppance, doesn't yeah. she? She gets yeah. the same thing that what she's been doing to others done to herself. Yeah. So it's like kind of karma, basically, yeah. that are in bottom. Yeah. So I think she deserved to kind of die the way she did. But I didn't like the fact that in the scene kind of... You saw them then preying on Danny, trying to yeah, almost immediately, yeah, yeah, and it's like I didn't, I didn't like that part because it's like no, you've kind of messed his entire life up. Can you just leave the poor guy alone now? Yeah, and especially to say that he'd got his life in order until Abra came around. Like he'd literally got a steady job, got a nice, got friends, yeah. got a nice house, mm-hmm. um, oh, flat. Yeah. But it felt like he'd fulfilled his purpose by doing that though it's not like oh you i could have lived happy if it wasn't for you kind of thing it wasn't just a, no but i think he did resent it a little bit at the beginning he didn't want oh, to help did he yeah of course but that's again character development yeah isn't it? kind of you did say though when i was watching this i was like i recognize him and you were like explained he was from christopher robin yeah which it's kind of like the same story but just not as dark christopher robin oh, comes along no, well, Pooh comes along, yeah. and Christopher Robin's like resenting Pooh because Pooh's messing everything up for him, yeah. and he's had a good going, and he's got to do his work and got to do this, yeah. and then obviously in the end he ends up getting too involved with Pooh and his adventure, just like how Danny gets too involved with Abra's. Mm. Obviously, there's a nicer ending to <laughs> yeah, Christopher Robin, but it's kind of the same story, isn't it? Um. <laughs> Maybe not quite, but <laughs> I get your sort of sentiment. <laughs> so I think my main bit was I thought the Overlook Hotel scene would have been a little bit more scary for me. I actually was okay with it. I don't know how you would have coped maybe if you saw it in the cinema without any context as such, perhaps. Mm, but, but yeah, you were a bit anxious when it was getting up close to it and like re-entering almost like a, almost going into like a haunted house yeah i did i was it was like obviously you saw this kind of 
yeah, not lit. Yeah. yeah. And all buried in the snow and, and kind of ominous. Then it kind of, when it was putting on the lights on, I was thinking, okay, breathe stuff. It's going to get scary now. And I was thinking, but actually, I don't feel like it was as scary as The Shining. But I don't know if that's because I'd kind of knew that Rose, I don't know why, was going to die in my head. I kind of got that. Yeah, Whereas with The Shining. Well, you had it differently anyway, that you think everyone was going to be dying. Yeah, yeah, I thought literally it was going to be one of those films where everybody dies. Whereas in this one, I didn't really know what was going to happen. But I knew Abra were going to be okay. I kind of got yeah. that sense. Yeah. What had happened to Danny, I wasn't 100% sure of. I think because we're kind of replaying on The Shining. I had already seen that. Mm-hmm. So it didn't feel as scary because it was kind of, I already was aware of it, I guess. Yeah, almost a bit like when Rose was walking past, you know, the elevator and blood thing. And almost she kind of like a... Eh. And just yeah. carried on walking yeah, yeah. like, yeah, that's, that's a bit odd. Like, I was like, oh, straight away said to you, oh, is the elevator going to bleed? And so I knew kind of what was going to happen, so I was more prepared, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd have been scared, like you said, probably would have been if I hadn't have had the content of The yeah. Shining, probably would have been a little bit more daunting. What is nice is you obviously know that Danny in the end is at peace, he's resting, he's in a happy place. Yeah. And he does come and visit Abra like a guardian angel almost yeah. yeah and obviously it helps her because she's kind of got him there still to help her through all these different challenges she's going to have with the shining yeah and it's more of a she can be accepted of her powers in a sense you know mm. like not being shunned for it yeah so it's nice and then she's able to like danny does the closing shot of you know going into the bathroom and getting rid of the old woman again God. Right, just piss off, will you? I wish she would. Like, I don't get... But I guess Abra did kind of have that encounter with her. She got into that room, didn't she? Yeah. And she was there. Yeah. Because all the rest of them didn't... Yeah, so I think it was just probably just that one. Yeah. Because yeah. the rest of them kind of, I think, must have burned yeah, down with the, the hotel, really. Yeah. The, imagine if there was the, the two girls. They didn't say, like, hello, Abra, or anything like that to no. her in the corridor. Just but... come play with us, wasn't it? No, that was just a, to Danny. Danny again. <laughs> yeah, so I think, yeah. in my opinion, all of them kind of died in the Overlook Hotel. Yeah. I think it's weird because it's like, well, I still don't know what those things are. Like, like are the dead, are the spiritual? Like, kind of, I understood with the steam vampire mm-hmm. things. Obviously, they were human and they were wanting to live, whereas it felt more like they were ghostly in the Overlook Hotel. So you had, like, various monsters. Oh, are we ready to go to a minute score? Yeah. Can you remember what I gave The Shining? That would have been an 8.5. So I know you were dead chuffed and you gave it a 10. Yeah. And obviously, I think the reason why I underplayed it was because I was scared. So obviously, I don't like being scared. That's not a point mm. yeah. to be given just because I was scared. I think with this one, obviously, I don't think I'm going to be scoring it as high. That's the reason why I asked. Yeah, okay. Because if somebody was going to ask me which one to watch, I would definitely say The Shining. Yes. 100%. There's <laughs> no brainer that oh, that yeah, I'm with you there, yeah. is. But this is not a bad sequel to it, and it doesn't hinder The Shining in whatsoever. And I think you could probably get away with watching them apart. Yeah, I agree on that part as well. That it's, like, for the first time, it wasn't... I wouldn't know what to expect, obviously, but I, I thought it might 
really, really played on quite heavily, but it is essentially its own film in a sense, just with a sprinkle of it mm -hmm. thrown in. So. so with that in mind, I think probably it it's not far off. Mm. I think it'd probably just be a markdown, so it'd be like a 7.5, I'd say. It's not weak, it's not, but it's not very scary. It doesn't have that, like, literally had, like, a shiver kind of goosebump effect all the way through The Shining, whereas this was kind of more leading you into a false kind of safety pretense until, like, half an hour of the film where it tried to give you its all. I feel like they could have given it a bit more at the end just for scary factor, which sounds weird coming out of my mouth because normally I don't want that. I, I But I was generally not that frightened, unless I'm just becoming... Desensitised a little bit. Maybe. Like it didn't seem too bad. Um, but yes, I loved the relationship with Danny and Abra. I think that was a really good, nice relationship to have, and that obviously was a strong relationship, which I always like to see, which I don't think he had in The Shining. I think it kind of had... The detail that The Shining did still, it still gave you quite a bit, but if anything, it gave you a lot more character depth, a bit more understanding on Jack, even though he wasn't present, and then obviously more on Danny. So I think overall 7.5. What about you? Obviously it's not going to be a 10. It's going to sit at an 8. Okay, yeah. And why is that? Because it's no Shining. It's never, obviously it's never going to live up to that, but I wasn't expecting it to anyway. Mm -hmm. A lot of time has passed since this came out from 1980 when Shining came out. But unlike Borat 2, <laughs> we'll call it, it was strong enough to be its own yes. story. I definitely enjoyed it the first time. It was like, I was, well, it was, was a new experience mm -hmm. for the first time thing and since. And was, I'm glad I did see it in the cinema. Maybe I felt the length a little bit this time around. But I guess I kind of sort of knew what was gonna happen and then so we get to the main bit the, the, yeah the main bit so there was parts that maybe had a little bit this time but it was not less not like really oh this is this is terrible mm. kind of thing obviously like you said you got the, the peppering of the shining film with the musical stings score inspired from that film yeah and uh, it was dark enough to have those elements of what was played out in the, the Shining itself. You had characters you love to hate mm -hmm. as well. You did, yeah, as well. And, as and, and it's always satisfying, like I say, it's satisfying to have the, to get the comeuppance. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, I always hate when the bad guys get away with... Murder. Yeah, literally. <laughs> A red um, rum, should we say, sorry. <laughs> yeah. And everybody's acting performances were very solid. Ewan McGregor's, you could believe him, is... And a grown-up Danny as well. Yeah, you could, yeah. Actually, he looks a little bit like Jack as well, I thought. Doing yeah. quite clever to... Poor Stim Wendy don't even get a look in, does she really? Even Dick Halloran's character is obviously not the same guy again, but, you know, like, even though he isn't he believed him to be as he was, you know, the, the mentor of telling you know, the mannerisms and stuff. Yeah. yeah so it was nice of that. There is also, which I, I guess I kind of... But we didn't have a cat Arthur at that point. Mm -hmm. But I remember obviously there being a white cat. And I, th I did think that the cat in this was almost all white like ours is. But it wasn't used that any other big, this one had a big bushy tail and yeah, a little brown on it. Brown, yeah. It, with a bit of white on it. So like, oh. <laughs> the cat is really cute. And yeah. I do think it's quite a sweet way to kind of, even though it's scary, 
for the cat to tell you that you're going to die. Yeah, I well, it's a nice way, because it was... No, it was dead cute about it. It wasn't, like, yeah. coming in to kill you, was it? Yeah. It was, like, kind of comforting you. Danny being docked to sleep and, you know, he's coined by his... Yeah. It would help them, you know, be at ease and go to rest in peace. Yeah. And really, obviously, it's it's just not going to live up to the, the heights of The Shining, but I think it's a very good, solid attempt at capturing elements of that and then making it its own, so... Yeah, no, I agree. I think it's obviously, it's not a letdown at all. And it's not one of those films where you think, oh, like, Home Alone 3, why did they make one? <clears throat> you know, it's not like that. It's... No. Which I think, when it comes to Christmas, we might actually do a review. Oh. <laughs> you know. I can't wait now. Obviously, we've got to the point of where, really, I want to do a vote on, should we start our Christmas movie marathon in November? Yes. No. Yes. What do you mean it's only fair? There's more. There's definitely more Christmas movies out there. No, there isn't. There's what, there more, is. than, more than the horror genre. Yeah, but is it horror or is it Halloween? You know. Anyway. Kind of thing. Well, Just we, like how we kind of have that discussion of his diehard a Christmas movie. I think you'll find that it is. I think you'll find it isn't. It's not a Christmas movie in my head. Hmm. Right. We'll leave it there for now. So thank you very much for listening to this episode yes thank you so much for listening and i'm sorry that we couldn't give you much more on borat but just don't waste your time on that one watch the shining or doctor sleep instead well i'll agree to that but you know you're free to do what you want with don't waste your time time is precious and how long is it an hour and a half or something yeah could do so much more in an hour and a half than that yeah true could plan christmas It might take that long now with everything going on these days. So you can also check out our other episodes on Podbean, Spotify, iTunes and wherever else you might get your podcasts from. And of course, do follow us on social media under the handle SPFilmViewers on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. Well, thank you so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed it. And I hope you've enjoyed our Halloween spooky month i actually have which is weird because i don't really like horrors so thank you for dragging me kicking and screaming into this and actually seeming somewhat surprised afterwards yeah (laughs) so thank you very much everybody and we'll speak to you next time speak to you next time okay bye now bye bye